Hello, welcome to Underneath the Hat Podcast. I am your host, Cherie Simmons. And today's topic is, thank you for being a friend, having squad goals. So whenever I think about friendship, especially now as I get older, your idea of what friendship is should change. It reminds me of the song from the Golden Girls. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. And as I get older, I realize that my idea and definition of a friend has changed. When you're young, especially with me working with children in education, you see how they go about calling everyone their friend. Everyone's their friend. They get upset if one minute they're talking and the next minute they're fighting and then the next minute they're friends again. Um, They don't have a filter really to decide if this is my friend or if this is an associate. So everyone can end up being a child's friend. Then as you get older, you go through things, you experience things, and you realize that people that you were giving the label of a friend were actually just associates or spectators there to watch you fall, not really to have your back. When you needed them the most, they weren't there. Things that you told them, they went and told somebody else. And now, in the 21st century where everything is all about technology and Instagram and Snapchat and Twitter and Facebook, a lot of friendships have been damaged because of things that have been told in confidence to a person, have been put out there because we don't understand what it is to be a true friend. When we get upset with someone, we use that information that they've confided in us as ammunition to hurt them and these reality shows we watch don't help either because they have that schoolyard mentality oh oh that's my friend and then as soon as they get some information on them and they have a disagreement about something instead of talking to each other as grown women as adults they end up spilling the tea as they say of the person that they once called their friend. So nowadays it's hard for you to try to find a true friend because so many people have that schoolyard mentality and aren't mature enough to handle a friendship. So what do you do? How do you know when you have a friend or if you have an associate or if you have a spectator? Well, a spectator is a person who's there to watch you. They may learn something from you, they may not. But they're ultimately just there to watch you. You're their entertainment. So they never come in with the main purpose of getting to know you. It's really just there to be able to see what they can get from you or to see how you're moving in the circle in order to steal what you're doing, bite off of you, as they say nowadays. And ultimately use it against you. And then you have those that are associates. Those are people who you 
may have tried to form a relationship with, but it didn't go as planned, or you spotted early that they weren't in it for the right reasons, and so you never made it to the point to where you could have called them a friend. And then you have friends. Those are your ride and die. Those are, that's your vault. That's your squad. That your crew. The ones who are with you when the going gets tough and the tough gets going. The ones that pull your coattail when you're not doing right. Saying right things right. Moving right. Those are the ones that you can cry to, that you can be vulnerable to, that you can go to and vent, and then they'll tell you, all right, get your stuff together. And I am proud to say that I can count on both of my hands now. It used to just be one. <laughs> but in the last couple of months, God has allowed me to move to two hands where I can count the women that I consider friends. My first friend, which if you get my book underneath the hat, which is available wherever books are sold. In my book underneath the hat, I talk about my friend. I call her Baker. This woman I have known since my first year of teaching 14 years ago. But we didn't really get tight until about 12, 11 years ago. And when I tell you this is my ride or die, this is my vault, she is my vault because when I was going through what I was going through with my first husband, she didn't even tell her husband what was going on. That's how tight of a vault she was. Baker is the most loyal and dedicated person I've ever seen. They call me busy. They say I do a lot. I move too much. I'm always involved in something. But Baker is very loyal to her friends. She has four daughters and, she, and a husband, yet she still finds time to be able to be there for her girls, her friends, her sisters. And I, don't, I know I could not have made it without her in one of the most traumatic moments and trying times in my life. And I'm glad to know that I can call her friend and now sister. Because when I needed something, she was there. When I needed to move out of my apartment and we used her Camaro and my Nissan and moved all my stuff out within a couple of hours. When I needed somebody to vent to, she was there. So I know I could not be sitting here today if it were not for her. And then I have my oldest friend, my oldest sister. I call her Debo. We met in high school. We were in the same homeroom together, 043 at Whitney Young. And <laughs> I call her Debo because she was rough. Like, Cassandra was rough. She was one of those people, like, either I got to be her friend or she might kill me. So <laughs> I decided to be her friend. And we didn't really become close until junior year high school. We lit, we ate in the same uh, lunchroom, greenhouse, all day. We used to play spades together, go out to lunch together. Um, and now she's married. She's on marriage number two. I'm on marriage number two. She has a, a slew full of children. I'm working on mine. But when I need her, I can call her. 
and we're so dedicated and loyal to each other. She's in the Navy and within the Navy, you can get sent to different places. Cassandra has been sent to Maryland, Atlanta, now she's in California. She's been sent to Hawaii. I think I got them all. Out of four places, she just moved to California. So I haven't gotten there yet, but I'm going in March for her graduation. But in four places, I've um, I visited her in three. That's how dedicated we are to each other. I got to see my face, my friend's face. I can't just hear your voice. I got to see your face. And so, dang how I wish I was able to see, see her in Hawaii because that's on my bucket list. But it's going to happen. But I have traveled at least once during her time that she was stationed in those places. Seeing her at least once where she was. Because that's just how we operate. We have to see each other. Now, we're the type of friends, actually all my friends, we're the type where we got too much to do. We ain't got time to be sitting on the phone with each other every day, going out to lunch every week, going on vacations every month. We got families and stuff. We do. So we can pick up the phone after two months of not speaking, and it's like we never separated. That's just how close and bonded we are. And we're not jealous of our besties having friends, circles of friends outside of us. Because we are comfortable and confident in our space in their lives. That we don't have to get upset and jealous and ready to fight somebody because they're not hanging with us. Grown women. That's the type of relationship you need to have. You, need, you want a squad? Your squad should be able to move the way they need to move and you still be accepting of what they do, not ready to fight because you have this territory issue. And so I'm blessed that God has placed women in my life where I don't have to be territorial about them because they got stuff they doing and I got stuff I'm doing. <laughs> then is my friend, Melinda. Melinda and I met in college. So, ooh, 18 years ago. And... We were basically pretty much the only two blacks in the College of Education at UIC at the time. So we clung together. And we've been sailing this ship um, in the field of education. She had her baby shower here when I first moved into this house. Um, she was in my first wedding. So she was there when I had to break to tell her that I was getting a divorce. She was there for me when I needed her. And again, she has her family, her husband. We don't talk every day, every week, every month. But when we do, we get it together. We communicate. We have a bond. And nobody can break that. And then there's my friend Cindy Lou, who I met just a couple years ago, teaching. And I have seen her through some traumatic times. From the loss of a parent to loss of a relationship. She's seen me through things in my second marriage. And it just feels good to be able to have someone that you can check in with. Who you can take a, a pulse check with. Somebody who will, I'll never forget. Vince and I, my husband, were out. Was it me and Vince? No, I think it was me and my sister. We were out to eat. At Hooters, Twala, my sister. We were out to eat at Hooters, and I had left my wallet. I had switched purses. 
moving quickly and I left my wallet and I couldn't call anybody. And the Lord's like, call Cindy. Cindy was on her way to go handle some business somewhere else, but she was closer than anybody else and had the funds to be able to help me. And I called Cindy Lou and she came and paid my bill. She stopped what she was doing to come and pay my bill. So we sat there 45 minutes waiting on her and she came and paid my bill. That's what a friend does. When they know that you are in dire straits, they will do what they can to help you. They will support you when you need it. When her father passed a couple of months ago, I had just had surgery, was really getting dressed to go to the funeral. Had an hour or two to get there, couldn't make it, knew I was pushing myself too much, and I decided I can't. So I rushed on the phone, called the florist, literally 45 minutes before the service start, started and had a, a plant set in my place. That's what you do for friends. You try your best to go above and beyond for them, and when you can't, you find another route to go, just to let them know that you are there. And now I have my crew. We call ourselves the Golden Girls. I'm Rose, because I'm the funniest one out the group, you know. And then you have Dorothy, that's Harrison, and Sophia, that is Boeing's. I met both of them through teaching these last couple of um, years, and we're the concert crew. We go out to different concerts and, and comedy shows, and and we are um, got our own little uh, street. What's the thing called? Thread on uh, text thread. So th this is these are my check in people. We I think I talk to them more than I talk to anybody else. But I check in with them more because we work so much closer together and we're in the same field. So we tend to post check with each other more than I do my other friends. But I have gotten to know them and we've become friends now to where if I needed something, I know that I could call and, and reach out to these women and they would do everything that they could to help me. They came and supported me when I was inducted into the Young Women's Professional League. Even though we hadn't worked for 11 days and funds were tight, they still came out and supported me and then went out to dinner with me and my husband and mom afterwards. So we make sure that the other person is okay. We support each other in this field of education when people are trying to come for us and 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 trying to defame our character and, and make us seem less than what we are. We motivate each other and push each other into knowing that you are enough. You are good at what you do. Don't let somebody try to steal your joy. So that's my squad. And what's crazy is most of these women have never met each other, but they know about each other. And nobody's jealous of the other person. Because I would be crazy to think that my friend Cassandra, who's all the way in California, or my friend Baker, who's had sorority sisters and friends from college, would not have other bonds with other people in all of the years that they've been on this earth. It would be crazy of me to get upset about the fact that the person who has helped me through thick and thin and been there for me couldn't be a support system for somebody else. That's the type of person and friend that you want to be. You attract what you are. Let me say it again. You attract what you are. 
So if you want to know if you're a true friend, look at your circle. If your circle is always in some mess, always doing too much, backstabbing each other, talking about each other, stealing each other's men, saying this about somebody, not supporting the other person. If it's always some drama in your circle, then that is a reflection of you. Birds of a feather flock together. All of the women that I mentioned on this show today, we act alike. There are characteristics of all of those women that are in me, Cherie Simmons. I don't hang out with foolishness. They don't have time for foolishness. That's why we can go months without talking. Because we handling our business. We don't have time. So if you wonder why you can't, you don't have a true friend, you need to reflect and see what type of person you are. Because you reflect, you attract who you are. So if you don't like the circle you're in, the group of friends that you have, you need to check yourself. That's the best advice I can get about being a friend. You have to be what you want to see. You have to be what you want to bring towards you. What you want to attract. If you're messy, you're going to have messy people in your circle. If you have low self-esteem, you're going to have people with low self-esteem in your circle. If you're dramatic and always in some mess, you're going to have some messy people in your circle. So you need to check yourself before you try to bring other people around you. Because you, re, you attract who you are. And if you don't like what's being attracted to you, then you need to change some things about you. It's not everybody else's fault. Sometimes we have to take responsibility. And I thank God every day for my circle because there have been times, most times, where my circle, my group, my friends, my squad, my sisters have helped me when my family couldn't. Most times. So we all, when we say friend, we use that word too loosely. A lot of adults use friend, the word friend like they're still on the schoolyard in grammar school. Everybody can't be your friend. Some of us are more worried about quantity than about quality. Once you get past a certain age, it shouldn't matter how many friends you have. It should matter what kind of friends you have. I am in the realm now and have been for a very long time. Notice at the top of the show, I mentioned that my number went from one hand to two just in a matter of months. I've been having the same four or five friends for years. And God saw fit for me to add two more people to the list. It's not about quantity. I don't need a lot of people knowing my name because that's how a lot of mess gets started. But the quality of women that I have around me, they support me, they understand me, they love me, they care about me. And I show them the same too. But if I didn't support myself and love myself and respected myself, I couldn't draw those type of people to me. So if you don't know what a friend is, be the type of friend that you would want somebody to be to you. Do unto others as you will have them do unto you. If you don't like the group of friends that you have, everybody's always in trouble, throwing glasses, being in fights, 
telling on each other, telling each other's business, then you might need to reevaluate who you are. Because you attract who you are. So I hope that this topic of thank you for being a friend has helped somebody out there to reevaluate the group that they call friend. Remember, it's about quality, not quantity. Doesn't matter how many you have, but what type of friends you have. So I hope that this has helped somebody to reevaluate their friendships and their goals of their squad. I want to thank you all for listening. Please subscribe, share it to somebody who you think may benefit from it. You can find me on Instagram at Cherie Simmons 10 or at underneath the hat. I'm sorry, at SM Simmons 10 or at underneath the hat. You can find my website, CherieSimmons.com. I'm also on Facebook, Cherie Simmons, underneath the hat. And young ladies at all times. Again, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, remember to take care of yourself underneath the hat.